Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. I am your host today, Brian Kochi, the Director of Marketing at Whistle Realty Group, and I am joined by Rachel Chu. Hi there. Rachel, what do you do here at Whistle? <laughs> you know, what don't I do? No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Um, hi. Um, I'm the Director of Inside Sales here at Whistle Realty Group. Wonderful. So you manage, grow, um, train, um, party with our ISA team, All our Inside the most Sales team. things, yes. Um, <laughs> And so we have a team. Tell us, give us a little vibe on our team so far. Yeah, absolutely. So at Whistle Realty, currently we have seven ISAs, so we're growing. Um, and uh, yeah, we handle all the inbound communication and manage all of our clients until they're ready to meet with one of our outside sales agents. Perfect. Um, so today, I uh, well, let me tell what we're going to talk about, then I'll do the whole plug of the boring shit that Kyle always does. But today I want to talk a little bit about something that we've been noticing this last year, by we, I meaning you, because uh, I don't deal with this on the marketing side so much. But we've, you've noticed a, a significant decrease in the answer rate um, when your team is making outbound calls. So today I want to talk a little bit about why that is, why it's more than just phone calls, but it's, but it's other things as well. Um, and then some of the potential solutions. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know. Not yet, though. Almost. I'll so wait. if you guys like the show, please... Uh, <laughs> Thumbs up on YouTube, like, subscribe, do all those things. Um, write us a review on if you're on your favorite podcast app. That does really well. It helps other people um, find out about the show. Share this information if you know someone that is running an ISA team, is having ISAs that are having trouble, or if you yourself are making phone calls, or if you know someone else that's doing a lot of phone calls that needs some help, share this episode specifically with them. Um, you, If you go to thewhistleway.com, that is our hub for all of our agent news. So we have um, our Facebook group, our YouTube channel, our podcast, our referral network, where you can sign up to where if you're, we have people moving out of the country or out of the out of San Diego, uh, we, we can send them your way. Uh, we also have information about our Media Mayor Mastermind course. This is the course that Kyle and I have created um, along with our media team to kind of explain all of the things that we have done, the things that we are doing and the things that we plan to do with video creation that has created over thousands thousands of videos, millions of views, and uh, helped not only create transactions, but make it easier for our agents and for our consumers, our, our, our clients. Um, I think I'm missing one other thing. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, you can also sign up for our email newsletter. All of that is at thewhistleway.com. Did I miss anything, Tom? Cool, easy. So let's get into it. You're notice, you noticed, I think you probably mentioned this three, four months ago, you're noticing a decreased answer rate when you're making outbound phone calls or your team is. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so you know, as usual, I'm sure anybody who manages a team or looks into that, you know, we're always looking at our numbers, we're looking at our performance, seeing how things are going and what we can do to do better. And we have had a steep decline in our answer rate, our connectivity rate, and so even though our you know effort metrics have stayed about the same across the board, we've had a lot fewer appointments, had a lot fewer uh, conversations, and so you know of course my first reaction is oh no like you know is maybe my team not feeling as motivated or you know what's going on, and so did some digging and though the effort metrics stayed the same, we're getting a lot fewer connections. So we consider a connection like a two minute plus phone call, right? Or or um, anybody a conversation is a two minute phone call and a connection is anything under a minute, and so. Um, the people that we're talking to are... And real quick, the reason why we do under a minute, um, we utilize, and this is calling through FUB, right? Correct. Follow-up boss. 
follow boss counts the ring time as thirty um, seconds or so. Yeah, yeah. So if it rings for thirty seconds and you get the voicemail and you hang up, that counts as a thirty second connection. So that's why we limit it at a minute. So as so we're not be like, wow, look, we got, all of these are thirty seconds. No. They're not. It's just ringing. We're not connecting with them yet. Exactly. That's why we put the minute timer on there. Yeah, it just helps us classify the difference between what are real conversations with the lead versus what's just, you know, leaving voicemails or somebody hanging up on you. Yep. So anyway, so we're still having conversations, but we're not able to have as many with as many people. So we look at the connection rate and see that we're just still doing all these outbound dials, outbound text messages and not getting a whole lot back. And so, you know, to me, I'm alarmed. So I'm wondering, okay, what's going on? Um, I do some digging and um, there's actually been a couple new laws passed about um, outreach, you know, to protect the consumers, which depending on, you know, if you're sitting at home, that's a great thing. But if you're got your work hat on and you're trying to do outbound dials and, you know, meet with prospects, it's a scary thing. Yeah. And I think we can all appreciate both sides of it. Exactly. Like, like I'm getting the spam likely and I'll, I'll be like, let me answer this one. Hi, I'm Cindy from dealer services. <laughs> you might be the only person who actually sees a spam likely and answer. Oh, I answer I've heard of quite often. <laughs> um, but also with text messages, it's getting absurd. Right. And in marketing text messages have become more and more popular. You know, it started kind of with email being the the one that was kind of the junk one, right? Where everybody would get all these crappy emails and they'd mark them. And then text message was more of a sacred, you know, this is real conversation space. But as technology increases, you know, we've seen a lot of marketing material move into text messages, which therefore has led to more flagged communication, um, you know, which takes away from the integrity of doing text messages well. So it's just, you know, part of the evolution, I think, of becoming a more tech forward society. And so we take the good with the bad and we're just trying to learn how to deal with it. So the carriers themselves are cracking down on these things. And this is really important to know, especially if you're using your own cell phone. We've had one of our agents have this happen to him. He was using his own cell phone. I think he was inviting people to a friends and family event that we were doing. And so he had copied a text message and was sending it to his friends and family. Well, not too long after that, his carrier completely disabled his text messages. He wasn't able to send or receive text messages. They didn't send him a notice saying, hey, you've been shut off. So he was just like, no one likes me anymore. This is really weird. Until he realized his text messages were completely shut off. So if you're doing this from your own cell phone, be very careful. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the tools and solutions we can use uh, a little bit later. But I just want to warn those that are listening, be careful about doing that with your own cell phone. It's actually happening. I think he's actually here today. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. Even if it's, you know, to people that you always text and you have a log of clearly, you know, these numbers, you know, I'm sure that on the back that they can see that these two numbers have had a lot of exchanges, but it doesn't matter if you're continuing to copy paste, that's a super dangerous thing. You have to change your verbiage quite a bit because even if you're just changing one or two words, the algorithms have become more advanced and they'll still flag you. So, you know, the days of copy pasting marketing messages and just sending them to everybody in your CRM is, is coming to an end. Absolutely. And I know there are ways that some of the 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 systems that make phone calls and text messages um, are working around this. Um, registering with the different cell carriers. But one of the things that you mentioned that I think was really important, and again, as you're building this out, is they're looking at two-way communication as well. How many times are you sending out a text message with no response? The more often you do that, how many times you're calling with no answer, the more times you do that, the and I'm making up this part here because I don't know how, exactly how they rank it, but you're going to have a lower score, a, a less trusted score. I don't know if they call it a score or rating or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that way you're a lot more likely to get flagged and shut off as well. Right. And one way to combat that, I know we're getting into that soon, is you want to make sure if you are doing outbound tech strategies that you're always leaving it with a question so you're more likely to get that response back to your point. Otherwise, you're going to look like one of those flagged people who's just mass spamming people. So we've had a decrease um, answer rate, which has led to decreased appointments, de- even though the effort metrics stay the same. Um, how do we fix this? Like, keep doing what we're doing. It's only going to get worse, right? How do we How do we either uh, get a better answer rate or find ways to to reach out to more people? Yeah. So there's good and bad news as with all change. And, um, you know, we pride ourselves on always finding solutions to problems that our company, it's one of our core values, be the solution. So just because this is happening does not mean it's impossible or that calling has become a bad medium of contact or, or, or outreach. I think it means a couple things. So um, one, it's going to mean we are going to have to increase our effort metrics. And the good news about that is that most agents are not going to want to do that work. So if you're somebody who's staying ahead of trends, listening to this podcast, learning about what's going on, you're going to be in the know and be able to not get discouraged and just know, hey, this is just another hurdle. I have to overcome. So the unsexy part of this is it's just going to have to be more outbound work, which, hey, it is what it is. Obviously, things change for different people in different markets, but give me a baseline because I don't even know what an effort, like I know what it means, but give me some effort metrics and some minimums that you have for your ISA teams. Yeah. Probably one is outbound dials, I'm guessing. 100% outbound dials. So fun fact, as far as we were talking about effort metrics, it takes 19 attempts so this is outbound attempts, whether that's an email, a phone call, a text message, a mix of all three. It takes an average of 19 of those to get a response from a lead. Well, that's fine because everyone here is doing at least 19. Sure. Sure we are. <laughs> everyone watching, obviously, they're hitting sure. this people sure 19 that. times. Like, we look in their system. I'm sure it's fine. But yeah, 19 attempts. Which is crazy. So, I mean, if if you're struggling with this, one thing I'd recommend is to take a look at your CRM, look at whatever you're making dials through, and look at your log. Are you outreaching new leads at least 19 times? I mean, that's a lot. That's that's a that's a lot of outbound attempts. Most people, I think I saw a stat somewhere. It's usually most people give one to two, maybe three tops for any sales organization as like an average salesperson. If we know that we need at least 19 just to get a response, that's not even a yes to an appointment or that's no, just a response. Um, that that data is really important because we know that we're going to have to increase those those metrics to get something. Yeah, I think I looked at that, and I'm going from memory, so I could be wrong, but I think I've, I looked at that graph too. And it showed the number of call attempts to connection mm-hmm. or number of call attempts per agent or something like that. And it came from Zillow or Redfin or something. And I think the, the highest number, the, the most people uh, on that graph, I think was zero. Mm-hmm. I think yes. most people <laughs> bought a lead from Zillow or Redfin or Realtor or whatever and made zero call attempts. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's an issue there. Um, and I, what I also want to impress upon you on this point is, especially as markets are changing, you don't necessarily need more leads. You need to do more with the leads you have. Love, so yes. if you're like, man, I'm calling these guys to death. If you're not doing 19, that's the number for our team. Uh, if you're not doing 19, there's room to improve there. There's room to, to dig for gold in your CRM um, to, to, to utilize what you have rather than going out and buying more 
as things are shifting. A hundred percent. So we can always go deeper. And that kind of brings us back to the other question that you asked, which was, you know, how do we combat this? We know that this is happening. We can't just stick our head in the sand. We have to do something about it. So what else can we do? Um, we have a couple tools that we leverage. Um, one, just within our own CRM, is it's really important to make sure that you have um, campaigns set up, whether those are email text campaigns, to do a lot of these 19 plus contact attempts for you. So if you don't have, if you haven't created your own um, campaigns for different types of leads, automated emails or texts that go out to them, um, you're gonna be able to, you're, you're missing out on a big opportunity to have automation do some of the big heavy lifting for you. So one thing I'd recommend is really dial in your campaigns within your own systems that you use. What emails are going out? What times are they going out? What's the content of those emails? How am I making those valuable and relevant? Um, you know, most people don't have time. Most agents aren't going to have time to, you know, sit down and make 20, 30 phone calls every day. And you don't want to, that's annoying, right? So we need to diversify our communication. And one way we can do that is by doing a mix of calls, texts, and emails and having some of those be automated. And so big shout out to Follow Up Boss. We use Follow Up Boss. We also use um, Ylopo. Big shout out to them. One of the things that we've done is we've built automations that have kicked off. They call them action plans, which use email templates. I'm, if I've lost you there, as you dig into it, you'll figure it out. Um, but one of the things that they have is they have a ton of templates. Um, and I really want to shout out to Barry Jenkin, Jenkins um, with Ylopo. He's put a lot of stuff in there that he shared in there. Um, and while what you mentioned is like tweak it, make it better, done is better than perfect. 100%. Um, but there were so many that I looked at his and I'm like, I love this. I just want to tweak it. Or, oh, I didn't even know you could do this. You know, he's inserting merge fields. And I'm like... I didn't even know you could do that. So he's built out some really great stuff. If you have Follow Boss, I don't know if you have to have Ylopo. I don't know how exactly you get that. Reach out to Follow Boss. They'll tell you how to get those those action plans. Um, but yeah, so obviously some of those contact attempts in the action plan are emails and they can give you notes to say, hey, make sure to call this person. Make sure to text this person because you can't do automated texting in there. Right. Um, but okay, so Follow Up Boss, utilizing that tool, those action plans and email templates, mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. One, one really big tool that's important to have dialed in. Another great tool, so that handles the email part of the outreach, right? So our pretty classic contact attempts, we either have phone calls, we have text message, we have email, those are the three kind of big three that we have. So having templates for email within Follow Up Boss is a great, or whatever CRM you use, most, most will have those. That's a great thing to get set up. Um, for texting, we use a software called Call Action, which is amazing. Um, so call action essentially allows you to do automated texting um, legally because it uses a bunch of different phone numbers. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of that because it's it's very technical. I'll tell you, Jesse's super smart. <laughs> but yes, Jesse's Jesse super... the creator is an amazing, amazing yeah. guy. And he's super he's super ethical because there's been times I'm like, how do I do this? He's like, you can't. I'm like, why not? He's like, because it's jacked up. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? He's like, we're not doing that. I'm like, couldn't you build it? He's like, I, I could, but I'm not going to. It's going to get you flagged, shut down. Like he sees the long term, and so the yeah. stuff he's built and the stuff he's created um, really helps you be good with what you're doing. Totally, yeah. He's always forward thinking and super helpful with feedback, and so we use call action as a way to send out automated text campaigns to all of our leads. Um, so essentially, that way, that does some of the heavy lifting. Hey, so and so, we saw you were on our website. Just wanted to see what I could help with. Wanted to see what houses you're looking for, right? So we have these texts that go out, and they're automated. And so you can customize um, the copy of the text. You can customize when it goes out, how many days, minutes, hours after. Um, that it also has merge field capabilities. You can send gifts. It's it's very um, it's very user friendly. 
it, it is a little technical. So definitely when you're onboarding, it's, it's a learning curve, but once you start using it, it's an amazing way to send more text messages and have that automation work for you with texting. And some of the things that is really cool about their merge fields that I haven't seen, I don't think I've ever seen it before or after. They have some really cool merge fields that things like time of day, mm-hmm. um, day of the week. Um, so you can say, say afternoon, yeah, or good, good morning. Afternoon, exactly. Or... Um, so you can schedule that out and, and you're not gonna be like, good morning, make sure it sends at nine. Like, right. You and can you can set it at 9.03 or yeah. and it's not as rigid as yep. some of the other um, different softwares that you can use. So that's that's been really helpful as well because we're able to send a higher volume of text messages to our leads you know, through this system. And you can send GIFs or GIFs, however you care to say it. You can send uh, audio files. You can send Voicemail pictures. drops, all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Just as long as you don't do this, I hope this isn't an agent on our team. As long as you don't send a text message that says, I, I asked Rachel, I said, if you sent this, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> no way. It says, happy Tuesday. Are you still looking for a real estate agent? Don't, don't. Don't be that guy. Don't, don't be that girl. Don't be that. I want to text him back. I'm like, let's chat. <laughs> I need to help you because that's not what you do. Um, okay, so call action is phenomenal. And that's where we get our stat for 19. The, the other thing that's really cool about call action is it gives a really cool dashboard of some of our stats. Mm-hmm. So that's where we get our stats from that. Um, and a quick note on that one of the things that again this is how we conceptualized it our goal with call action is not to set an appointment by itself auto run we know we need to communicate a little bit more clearly um our goal of call action is to get a response 100 percent. once that we get a response that way we can go back and forth and by we it means not me i don't know why i keep saying that um but so our team is just looking to get a response so that way we can have some of that back and forth all right so what so one of the things we talked about was effort metrics, right? Um, our connection rate is being down. So we can either work to increase that connection rate, which I don't think we have the capability. We don't, well, yeah, and part of it is, you know, we have to accept that as things change, sometimes you have to work harder. The market yep. is shifting right now too. You're going to have to do more. Do- you're going to have to do more. And other times during the a market, you're going to have to work less hard. And so that's just all part of the game. Um, so, and so- how, you, you almost said it, but you say you're going to have to do more dials. Yeah, more dials, more texting, more everything, really, more outbound attempts, regardless of what it is. And, you know, the other thing we can look at doing is uh, looking at different mediums of contact, right? So we can use leverage social media more than we have, right? Like there's a lot of agents who have had great success um, within DMs when they're posting stories that are engaging that ask a question about, you know, hey, are you curious about what's going on in the market? Here's a stat, you know, call me if you want to know what your house is worth or et cetera, right? There's stories or posts with calls to action from your own social media where you already have a trusted audience who knows and sees what you're doing. So one of my favorite things, sorry to cut you off yeah. there, but one of my favorite, you reminded me of something that I've heard before is posting a poll, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and saying, you know, asking a question that is is divisive, you know, that has to do with real estate. Um, and then responding to everyone that says yes in the DMs, you know, are you looking to move in the next two years? Yes. Respond to everyone that says yes in the next two years or that voted yes and hit them up on the DM. Respond yeah. to everyone that said no and say, have you thought about refining or whatever? Offer, you know, don't come like, no, I don't plan on moving. Would you like, did you have friends or family that you right. Like, don't be <laughs> shitty about right, it, right? right. Um, these are your sphere. These are people you know. Um, but reach out and use that to, to start a conversation. And it's so easy to, the cool thing of, especially like you mentioned about polls, is it makes it almost effortless for any prospect to respond. Literally, they click a button, yes or no. 
but they're engaged enough to click it. And so basically now you have your in, you're not cold call. It's not like you're just messaging random people and asking them, Hey, what do you think about real estate? Or have you thought about moving? These people have already engaged with your posts. And so polls are a great resource to utilize. Love that you brought that up. Um, so we talked about DMS. We, I keep trying to lead you here and you're not saying it a way to Maybe in, have, we just in, haven't gotten there in, yet. Increase. So, <laughs> so when your, your, your answer rate is down, in order to get again, we can't adjust the the answer rate, but we can adjust how many phone calls we do, right? And so when you're when you're using a phone and dialing one by one by one, you're limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the tools that we have used for a long time is Mojo. So talk a little bit about Mojo and the triple line dialer. Yeah. So Mojo is an amazing tool as well because you can leverage your time by doing, by calling multiple numbers at once rather than using a single line dialer, which is essentially just clicking to call phone numbers, right? As you go through your list. So um, if you haven't heard of Mojo, um, essentially what Mojo does is it's, we call it a triple line dialer, which just means Mojo will call three phone numbers at once and whichever one picks up is who you get connected with. And so basically it helps cut your time down significantly that you spend outbound prospect dialing where you're just sitting there waiting for somebody to pick up, waiting for to get that lead. Um, and so by utilizing Mojo, you can call more numbers in less time. So it can help with that effort metric as far as dials that are going out. So that's a great tool to use. Wonderful. That was better than I. I'm glad we got there. <laughs> we were I'm like, getting there. I'm like, we were just we were just taking our time. We talking keep getting about... real close and then bouncing. I'm like, come on, get <laughs> it to it. Wasn't the... its time yet. <laughs> um, and then the other solution that I put down, um, and this is super high tech, super new. I don't know if you've ever heard about this. Um, it's actually got a cool uh, acronym. There's companies that are starting to do this. Uh, it's called Direct Mail. Uh, USPS, UPS, <laughs> FEDEX, all these cool named companies. Um, you know, utilizing direct mail for specific pieces. Right. I, th- I think um, the days of uh, the shotgun approach, you know, that's not super. It, it, I mean, by definition, it's not specific. Right. Um, but utilizing mail for maybe people that you have connected with or you haven't connected with people that have, um, you know, segment out instead of doing 20,000 pieces, do a much smaller list, but a lot more targeted. So people that have filled out information on HomeBot, but haven't, you haven't been able to get in touch with different kind of mediums to really do more of a sniper approach. Um, again, people are still getting mail, Mm -hmm. a handwritten letter, um, takes a lot more time, but again, it may be the connection attempt that that my grandma would would rely, reply to. I don't even know if she has a smartphone that can get. To, she told my mom, she's like, "Hey, how, can you set up my phone to give me text messages?" She's like, "Grandma, you do." Your phone you do. will. Oh, we love that. That's yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, until she's like, "Text my grandpa." So he, whatever. But no, totally. And I think at your point though about using it for specific mediums is important because you don't want to just spend your whole day writing letters to everyone in your database. That's a terrible use of time. But like you said, maybe you're more high intent leads or people you've already connected with. That's going to be a lot more impactful to see a handwritten letter from somebody you've talked to um, already who knows you versus just, hey, to a stranger, right? To or your past clients. Yeah, or your past clients. So knowing which types of communication to use when and for what people. Cool. Anything else that you want to touch on talking about uh, answer rate, uh, how to solve this problem or, or anything else. I think we covered a ton of systems, a ton of great options. For sure. I think the final thing just to leave it with is, you know, things are always changing. We're always going to have ups and downs with the market. We're always going to have these changes in technology, but you know, 
the most important thing regardless is to keep a positive attitude how you're doing it you might have to do more you might have to do more outreach but um once you get that person on the phone they this is the first time they've talked to you so regardless of what's going on if you're keeping a positive attitude that's what's really ultimately going to help you make a meaningful connection with these leads wonderful so as we end our episode today or before we end our episode make sure you uh, follow up with us on thewhistleway.com, write us a review, do all the things that you're asking people to do, right? Um, if you want, you want, you guys know what to do. You write so, us a review, we are you a review. Are you committed to that? I mean, That's we'll committed. see. We'll see how many reviews this one gets. <laughs> um, I know previous ones have been super popular. So I think we went into a lot of great detail there. I'm pretty confident you'll be able to pick up one or two things from here. Um, at least go forward with a little bit more knowledge of, hey, it's time to work a little bit harder to get the same results. Um, or you can utilize more systems to, to work smarter. Um, yeah, write us a review, like, subscribe, share, all that stuff. All right, now we're heading into the next section of our podcast, our final section of the podcast, our whistle widget of the week. This is something that we utilize in our day-to-day life, in our business, in our, I guess that's kind of most of the things, right? Um, that make things easier, more fun, uh, something that you want to share with the world. We yeah, heck yeah. So I'm super passionate about this one. I am so bored of going to a gym. I just got super gymmed out in college. I think the gym is boring. No offense to you if you guys are avid gym goers, good for you. But I, I pay, I just don't go. Yeah, well, there you go. See, you're <laughs> not good. You, I, I feel like that's a charity. I'm you need what I'm to. about to tell you about. No, we'll see. So I use what's called ClassPass, C-L-A-S-S-P-A-S-S, ClassPass. And essentially, it's a membership that you pay for. There's different tiers depending on how often you want to go. Um, but you pay into the system and it allows you to take workout classes from pretty much any studio in your local area. So some days you can do kickboxing. Sometimes you can do yoga. Sometimes you can maybe do a hit. Uh, cardio workout. Sometimes you can do Pilates, right? So there's all these different types that you can try. And so it keeps working out from being boring and the same thing going to the same place and it makes it more fun and gives you an opportunity to try a bunch of new things. So if you're looking to spice up your exercise life, I highly recommend ClassPass. I've been a user for a couple of years and I love it. I don't like trying new things. Well, Brian, some people might. So if you do like trying new things, ClassPass is for you. Hit is high intensity training. Yes, I was interval like, training. Oh, two. high interval. I'm like, there's two eyes. I was like, hit. Why are you gonna? It's hit not a good time. But... <laughs> you know. um, my widget this week. I'm actually gonna change it. I didn't even write it down, and I think we've talked about it in the past. But um, it's a way to manage all of your passwords um, in a singular place. It's also a cool thing is you can share your logins with other people without them seeing your password. Um, this is called LastPass. So class I, pass and last pass. That's not going to confuse any of them. No, I, I thought let's make it difficult. <laughs> We're going to have to take notes. So L-A-S-T-P-A-S-S. Um, pretty cool. I've got my mom set up on it. So that way, you know, if she doesn't know a password, we have it all set up in there. Um, and we utilize it for our team to share it with our international team for some of our logins. Um, so yeah, last pass is my widget this week. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we will talk with you guys at... We're not going to talk with you. We'll see you guys. You'll see us. Whatever. Tom's <laughs> giving me the, the smile and shake his head. Sorry, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Goodbye. Bye.